0: I don't know. Can you? Should I let you? Have you earned it? Do you deserve it? Hey, I'm back. <laughs> I haven't been here for a month. Oh, at least two months. Guess what I was doing before this? I was crawling through my TikTok for an hour. I sat at the place I do my podcasting I was like, oh, let me check TikTok while my computer is just charging something. Been an hour. And I haven't done shit. TikTok is the most addictive thing I've ever been in. Except pussy. Okay, go. Um, Hi. Uh, I miss you guys. Why have you been away for so long? My last podcast was with my friend Abby, which is an angel on earth. Okay. Um... I was feeling up to doing a podcast with her because she's a stripper, and I thought it would be cool to show um, the other side, other side of the job, the dark side of the job. Not just like to show people how it actually is, because people rem- romanticize, rem- romanticize, rem- glorify that job a lot, and they don't see the struggle that comes with it. Very often when I see those dumbass fucking jokes on TikTok. Like, I'm gonna... Uh, the fucking... The the temptation to stop my normal job to go stripping and make so much money. But I have a dignity. Go fuck yourself, honestly. Oof. Why have I studied this podcast all aggressive? But yeah. If you do that kind of joke, please stop. You're just... Um, disrespecting... Disrespecting sex workers and strippers. Because people do the same jokes about OnlyFans. I should just stop my titties on the internet. You would make three dollars in six months the tits or the minimum part of the job anyways why did i start so i was in a good mood I'm, i am in a good mood like, don't let me change that i'm in a good mood um we're here to have a, a, a silly a go- goofy little time uh, i'm back home well you know that i've been in london many times now london is my favorite city in a word for many reasons he has all the advantages of an American city with all the advantages I don't know it's how, it's how, it's how, if that's how you say that but advantages, advantages uh of a European city which, which means it's walkable and the public transportation is amazing and the architecture is better than America anyways I digress so I'm home why have I, why have I posted in a long time um, I just wasn't happy <laughs> <Woo>! boom um <coughs> Okay, to explain things, and I'm going to explain this um, as best as I can, because I feel like a lot of people are going to resonate with me. Not particularly with my situation, but um, my way back to being here and happy. Uh, drink a water, first of all. We're drinking together. Don't, don't forget. Mm. Give me at least three gulps. Oh by the way, I already recorded this but I deleted it by accident because I'm an idiot. I'm a dumbass. So, uh welcome back. So what happened to me? When I came back from LA, I remember doing this fun little podcast about how America is <clears throat> well America. And everything's funnily wrong with it. Uh but I still have a lot of love for America. Don't 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 confuse it for actual hatred. It's just a funny way of poking at things. Uh so I did that. <clears throat> it was easy because I actually wasn't really talking about how I was feeling. And um and he hasn't it hadn't hit me yet how uh, unhappy I was coming back from America. So here's the thing. <clears throat> when I was in America, I was in LA. LA is the kingdom of porn, uh LA is the capital of porn, everybody there's an OnlyFans. fans, uh everybody and their mothers. Um and I was there to work and this trip was very expensive for me. <clears throat> I rented a nice house, um, I flew my family with me, anyways, it was a lot of things. Um, it was very expensive so I needed that, I needed to feel like I was... Um, like the, the, the trip was lucrative, I don't know if that's the word in English, like it was bringing me as much money as I was spending, um, It it's not gonna I think. <laughs> But you have to think on the long run, but still. Anyways, I was working my ass off. Uh, I was abusing my body. I was abusing my mind. Um, You have to understand that I come from... Not much validation. Uh, that's not a job of my parents. My parents are amazing. But um, when it comes to female validation... Uh, ugh, women's validation, okay. Because <laughs> because it's a validation that comes from women. So I was like, female validation is right, but it doesn't sound right. So when it comes to women's validation, I didn't have much uh, when I grew up. Because I was chubby. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the society wasn't accepting as it is now. I was always funny. I was at the riz, like the young people say. Uh, I was always kind of seductive, and I always had that power with my words. Um, but uh, I was chubby, so my confidence was very low. And uh, then I went to uh, I went through a tough breakup, which uh, made me lose a lot of weight. And then I found that people found me more desirable, so it gave me confidence. And then my game just went up again, um, and the confidence went up. And then I started this job, and I and I went from no validations to. No women's validation to all of it in the world, as much as a man can handle. Like, thousands of women are giving attention every day, telling me how amazing I am. And when it's online, it's okay. It's like, you can separate online from reality. But the thing is, in LA, people tell you how, how amazing you are all the time, how incredible you are, how you are the best, you're so talented, you're so amazing. And it got to my head. I was hearing it every single day because I was working with different people every day, and uh, I got addicted and used to hearing that I was the best and that I was really good. And when it wasn't happening, which is fine sometimes, you're not the best. I was I was just looking for it and like dying for that validation to secure me in my feelings and uh, in my confidence in how good I am. And, um, it wasn't as noticeable, noticeable when I was in LA. I just thought I was toxic. <laughs> I was like, I'm a toxic king. It's so hard. But no, no, no. I was just dying for validation, but I was getting it, um, every day because I was working with different people. So I, I was getting sex uh, almost every day. Uh, but when I came back to France, I wasn't getting it anymore because, well, I'm not working as much here. And, uh, so, uh, and I'm not French women's type. Let's be honest. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, that's the thing as well Because I know I'm American women's style Because I have an accent and they like thick boys I feel like It's not as much in France But I could be, I'm, I don't want to talk for women But I could be wrong But that's how I, I feel anyways So I went from everything to nothing In a matter of weeks And it was really tough on me And um, I was just dying for that validation And that love And uh, it was really bad And it got so bad I was also, um, recensing some close friends of mine because they were getting work and I wasn't like, for example, my best friend, Yini, he was getting tons of work and I was like stuck in France, not doing shit because well, the OnlyFans game is quite dead here. And I resented him. I was like, oh fuck, he's getting all that work. That's so unfair. And when I felt like that, when I felt like, um, resentment for somebody that I truly love, uh... I was like, oh, time for therapy. <laughs> and I had to talk with him was like, hey, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not like in a good enough place to be happy for you right now. And uh, I'm going to work on that. And of course, Yeni being the angel it is, he is, It uh, was okay with it. So I went to therapy. <laughs> and I want to, that's very, well, kind of vulnerable for me uh, to talk about that. But I feel like it would maybe resonate with a lot of you because... I feel like a lot of us um, think we have sex addiction or or are addicted to validation, and this is how I got getting, still getting out of it. So I went to therapy, and I explained my issue to my therapist. And uh, we determined that my sexual addiction was actually rooted in my need for validation, my need to hear that I was doing good, and it was also blended with my competitiveness to be the best. I have this problem that I need to be the best at all times. Uh, I don't want to hear about anybody else. I want to be the fucking best. I'm not even ambitious, just very competitive. And, um, and I also was always wanting more. And I was very greedy. And I was a gluten. I, I'm, I'm making... Uh, amazing money from doing this Uh, uh, this is not a flex but it's just to explain to you that I shouldn't want more, this is plenty this is more than a man would ever dream of this is enough and he talked to me, he was like you seem like you're not happy about what you have right now and I just I had to think about my life and what was actually important and that all those ideas that bring me um, sadness and like I don't belong or like I, I'm not doing enough. All those ideas are coming from myself. It was like, ask yourself if you are, if all those ideas are coming from the outside world or coming from yourself and if they're actually rooted in reality or if, if you just create them. And my need to be the best is created by me and my need for validation is created by me because I like validation within myself and I don't validate myself enough. Uh, not to be arrogant, but like just to love yourself a little and be proud of yourself with what you have and not always looking for more because you need that extra, extra validation from others and that extra happiness from others. Uh, Happiness should come from within. And uh, so it really helped me finding peace. And he asked me, um, he made me do a few exercises. Um, It was like, just look at yourself three years ago. How were you? What were you thinking about? Were you happy? what was different and I was I was pretty happy three years ago not three years ago well maybe three four years ago I was excited because uh I was a bit anxious about my future but I was excited because I was getting into sex work and it was very different for me and anytime I got a tip I was so fucking happy and I still am but I want to be just as happy when he meant the word to me and it wasn't even a need for validation it was just like wow okay people enjoy what I do uh that's that's pretty that's pretty exciting that's pretty cool um so yeah i i was thinking about back then i wasn't making nearly as much as i'm making now and i was still happy and i was thinking why now that i have all those things uh why am i not happy my dog is banging my new dog hera i'll, I'll talk about that later but she's banging on the door. um and so thinking about how it was three years ago or even four years ago still even my at my parents i was like oh fuck i i did i did a lot i did this I well, let's not build, let, let's not say built an empire because I would be fucking stupid but I did something I built a little thing I have a good fan base I love you guys you guys are so fucking amazing to me <clears throat> and it feels nice uh, I was like okay yeah I should be content about what I have now why do I always need to have more when I have what I was dreaming of two years ago and it, like, it taught me how to take a break take a step back distance yourself from what you're in right now the environment you're evolving in, and just take it in, just be grateful, be like, holy shit, I actually have done some progress. So I, I got I, I began to be proud of myself and to be happy with who I am, and all of a sudden, all that external validation that I needed just not disappeared, but it lessened so much because I was proud of myself <clears throat> and I didn't need other people to be. Or to love me I was just like oh fuck I've done that why do I need to do more what do I need other people to be proud when the only opinions that matter should be mine and the people that are very 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 close to me so that changed kind of everything uh, I got way less competitive I just I just want to have to I just want to have a good time because now that I don't have a reward anymore I'm just happy doing things um I don't have to be rewarded by a validation, I just I try to be happy doing what I like and when I meet a woman, when I make content with somebody, I don't want to be the best anymore I just want to make sure they're safe and comfortable and doing good because me, seven years ago, would be like, you fucking those women? Like, you are having sex? Are you making love to those women? What, now we make love as much as we want to? What the fuck? and uh seven years me seven years ago be so proud so i need to be content with what i have why, why do i need to be the best why do i why do i need to do so good i always want to do good i'm still ambitious when it comes to pleasing my partners and satisfying them but it's it's rooted in just pleasure and it's not rooted in insecurity like it was before jesus christ even talking about this like i remember um when i was doing my podcast i was always like oh this is my therapy guys mm-hmm. turns out i needed actual therapy <laughs> turns out (laughs) it's not enough (laughs) and like the gym isn't either if you go to the gym thinking it's therapy go to the go to fucking therapy please i beg you uh the gym is not gonna solve your problem it's just gonna have body dysmorphia to the mix um oh speaking about that yeah because i feel like we've done the whole mental thing (laughs) now you guys know where i was um oh and then it's about environment and context. And now I'm back home in my hometown. I have a new apartment. I have a new dog. I'm just focusing more on what's happening in my real life, even though I love my online life so much. But I, I'm just, I'm just trying to be more present and not on my phone all the fucking time and not working all the time, like 24 seven, like I usually am. I still work a lot. Trust me. You know, I work hard and I love doing that, but I just try to set boundaries for myself because that's what you need to do. Not only for others, but only for but for yourself as well. So yeah, it's been it's been really good. I'm, I'm just way more peaceful, and um, since I don't need that, since that. Well, I still have kind of a problem with sex because I'm still very much, uh, I would say addicted. I thought it was I thought my sex addiction was rooted in my need for validation, but I still find myself having a very high sex drive. And uh, being a bit unhappy when I don't have sex for a long time so maybe the sex edition is still here but that's a complicated issue I'm not diagnosed so I don't want to just talk out loud for no reasons and just say shit Uh, but I forgot my train of thought please come back come back into the station so I can go again Um, so yeah just peaceful good environment uh, focusing on what's actually happening in front of me instead of looking into the future and getting riddled by anxiety. So, if you're listening to this, uh, I want you to look at yourself a few years ago and understand that what you're doing now is amazing, and it would be amazing for the past version of you, and you should be proud of yourself, and you should be easy on yourself. And when you're going to start being proud of yourself for doing things, you won't need the external validation. To me, that was sex, and I know it is to many people that they need to find to be found desirable or to feel loved and that's how they get it if you start loving yourself if you just distance yourself from a situation and understand how great you're doing the love you feel for yourself will grow and you will have less need for other people to give it to you and that's fucking i swear to god it's so peaceful my life is so much better these days it's just It's just more. I'm not. I'm less anxious. I'm. I'm. I care less. I care about what's actually important, which is my family and my loved ones. I care about the things that I should care about instead of caring about my followers' account, my followers' numbers, or my. my my salary or the money I make. Everything is good. I'm comfortable. That's all that fucking matters. I I don't need to be. I don't need to work with those huge porn stars that I wanted to work with just to satisfy my ego. I'm um, I'm I'm happy just working with I don't know fans or just small creators all together. I just I don't care about your number of followers anymore. I just want to exchange energy with people that I s- feel safe and comfortable with. And uh, yeah, that's how I think I'm going to work now. Of course, I, there are still porn stars that I would love to work with, but. I I it used to hurt me that they wouldn't work with me, and now I just don't care. It's just it's okay. I'm I'm not everybody's cup of tea, and that's fine. I don't need them to feel good anymore, which feels amazing. Uh yeah. <laughs> so, oh, and actually, um, to, uh, this fucking podcast is gonna be awful. I'm sorry. It's gonna be a lot of chit chat about mental things. But I thought it was important. We get back to fun stuff on the next episode that we'll just talk about. We'll just talk about things again, or sexual things, or we'll make it kinky and fun, and you can be little sluts for me. But, behave. (laughs) But um, I I just wanted to take time to explain to you guys where I've been and why I haven't been here um and i I watched this amazing thing this morning and i well you know your boy is gonna link it to sex every single time i was oh let's hydrate because this is going to be very difficult to listen to and complicated for me to explain so it was a video on youtube that's been shown to me for months and i've never watched And it's from this very, very famous neuroscientist that was explaining um, how to never lack motivation and why you lack motivation in general. And he was explaining that um, you can change your dopamine circuit by stopping to associate with reward and associate the dopamine with the activity you're doing. So instead of being like, oh, fuck, I can't wait to... Um, eat that fucking McDonald's meal after my after the gym. Just be happy being in the gym. Force yourself to be happy. Be like, oh fuck, I'm enjoying this. Um, and he, he was explaining that do- dopamine distorts your sense of time. It, it marks your sense of time. So if you have uh, if your dopamine circuit activates during activity, the time is going to go by faster. But if you focus on the reward, it's going to go slow because the dopamine isn't there during the activity. It comes just after. And um, it was also explaining that when you get yourself a dopamine before doing an activity, it just makes it even worse. Anyways, anyways, uh, that was very interesting for those of you, uh, I think the video is called Never Lack like Motivation again. It's I, I, I thought it was fascinating. And I was like, oh, why not link it to sex? Because I know a lot of um, women are obsessed with the idea of finishing because ne- they never have or because it's so complicated. And I feel like maybe you should, maybe it should be linked to that video because by focusing on the reward, which is the orgasm, everything that comes before it lacks dopamine, so it feels long and boring, and you never get to that. If you if you get to the orgasm, you just want to get to the orgasm, and you don't enjoy everything that's before as much as you should, because in itself, sex is fucking it's an amazing activity, and I think I was that way as well. I was focusing on my reward was to be validated afterwards and to be and to make the girl calm and my ego being boosted by that but now I try to enjoy the activity in itself like the kissing everything every feeling that just looking at them be like holy shit this is fucking awesome and I feel like if you take that approach to you, well all the activities like it just helps a lot being, feeling rewarded while doing activities with dopamine makes it go faster makes it makes you happier doing it makes you motivated but if you do it during sex i feel like it would help you um if you're like holy shit this is fucking great i don't care about what happens after this nothing is supposed to be after this like the reward is not the orgasm this is fucking this is the reward having sex is a reward i feel like if you take that approach maybe the bo- dopamine circuit is going to kick in Time is going to be distorted. You're going to be like, holy shit, that's fucking amazing. What the fuck is going on? Like, the, the time time is going to be changing. you do not going to see it pass. It's going to be fucking great. You're going to feel like you're fucking for hours, even though it's been five minutes. It's going to be the best. And I know you've had sex like this. Maybe you don't come at the end. But still, it was one of the most amazing thing ever because it felt like hours, but it was 10 minutes. And that's because, you're, that's because your dopamine sec- circuit kicked in during sex, not like during the orgasm with like the, all the endorphins and shit. During sex, it kicked in and i were like, holy shit, that's so good. So, um yeah, don't wait till the end to let that dopamine... I feel like what well, he was talking about, the fact that you can change your dopamine circuit uh, I would trust him. He's a neuroscientist, but maybe he's a scam, but I feel like the, the approach is still good You have to question everything anyways, but the the approach is very interesting. I feel like it's fascinating to uh, It's a good philosophy anyways, even without the whole dopamine circuit thing Stop focusing on the orgasm and focus on what everything happens before like the the moment. what well, what's what are you being in? Aren't, aren't we so fucking lucky to be with someone that we like or love? Or madly attracted to sharing that moment, and I feel like once you focus on that, uh, I feel like the orgasm would be easier to to achieve. The orgasm would be easier to achieve because you will be happy about whatever is going on, and you will forget about it, and all of your mental block will go away. So yeah, that's that's a video that was on YouTube, and I thought I would talk, I'll tell you guys about it because I thought it was really. Interesting and I and I was thinking about how to just link it to What sex is Other than that (coughs) fucking hell Uh, I've been training again same shit like I I used to train to look good I used to train to feel good afterwards to feel validated afterwards and to just be able to eat (laughs) I still do that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but I don't weigh myself anymore Because as you uh, as you guys know uh, Weight is not a good indicator of health And I know me talking about my um, fitness journey Can be uh, triggering to some of you And I just want you to understand That what I want for myself Is not what I want in others Or for others Do uh, you know I, I love all body types And uh, I, I am smart enough to understand That health is not uh, indicated by your body type Or weight um, Just... For myself, uh, sometimes I want to lose weight because I'm tired of having sleep apnea (laughs) and I don't want to snore anymore. Or just because I used to do things with my body that I'm not capable of anymore and I want to get back to that. It's not about weight. I don't weigh myself. I don't give a shit. I don't even care about the way I look anymore because you guys have made me so confident. So I just want to get stronger. I want to do things that I used to be able to do. I want to be healthier in a way of like cardio and shit. Um... I just want to be able to perform well. So yeah, yeah. I've been going back to the gym. Just enjoying the gym is so much different. Just going there not as a fucking call or not to fight my fucking demons. You guys need to... Well, not really you are listening, but people, especially in America, needs to f- stop making the gym such a serious fucking place. Don't go there to fight demons. Go to fucking therapy, man. Just leave us alone. I just want to go to the gym, pick my exercise. Have, have a silly little time. Be my goofy little self. I'm doing shit that I never used to do. I'm doing like fucking handstands against the wall because I'm not strong enough. Um, I'm doing pull. I-, I used to never do calisthenics. That's that's basically all I do. I'm trying to do some gymnastics, but I'm still too heavy and it's still too hard on my joints. So like yeah, have like I'm now I'm like oh the reward is going to the gym because I'm gonna have fun there, and that's it. So that's pretty good. That's something you can uh, do with all your activities, like even cleaning. Today I had to clean my balcony because my two dogs decided to make it a shit fest. And I was like, yeah, this is this is cool. <laughs> I was trying to, because the, um, the neuroscientist was like, it's not going to feel natural to be like, oh yeah, it feels good doing that shit. But you have to try and it's going to change you. And I was like... Yeah, it's not. Pff, I love cleaning up shit. And you know what? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I was like... Okay, my balcony is clean. That's pretty dope. Um, so yeah, yeah. My fitness journey is not... It's, it's fun. You, you don't need to have fun to go to the gym. But I feel like people make it so serious. And they're making it intimidating as well. Like you need to go to the gym to perform every single time. No, just... Go burn some fucking calories. Having fun. Get stronger slowly. Get healthier. Get your joints are going to get better. You're going to more flexible. I wish it was I wish gym wasn't as serious I know probably you listening you're like yeah gym the gym intimidate the fuck out of me all those dudes with their fucking headphones looking like they're gonna kill somebody I know just ignore them baby you're gonna be (laughs) fine I ignore them as well I um the gym that I go to uh, is a very family family gym and uh, (laughs) and at the beginning people were coming there sometimes with headphones and shit looking very serious and I made it a point to first of all I never wear headphones in the gym and to talk to people, and to help them doing sets, but to laugh a little bit. To laugh. Let's, let's... You can be serious, but you can have fun as well. And now everybody's a silly little uh, goose, <laughs> and we're having fun like that, and it's really fucking nice. Uh. So yeah, I, I don't know what I'm ranting about this. Okay, oh, it's been 27 minutes. Okay, I, we should make the episode shorter. But, uh, last thing, so we can finish on a very, very sweet note, I adopted a second dog. Uh, she's a rescue. Her name is Hera. She's a sharpie. She's amazing. She's so fucking soft and sweet. Um, we got her sterilized. Uh, and we had to do the eyelid surgery two weeks later. So for now, she's resting. She has stitches everywhere. We can't bathe her. So she smells so bad. But I still kiss her because I love her. And uh, she's my baby. She's my daughter. Um, we're very close. We're, uh, with Ghost, uh, I was still scared of dogs when I got him. So it took us a little bit of time to love each other. Uh, but with Era it was instantly a lot of love. Uh, she has very bad attachment issue. And me working at home is not going to help. But um, no, she's, she's an angel. She's very good. She's a pretty really good girl. So sweet. So kind. Uh, anyways, yeah. So yeah, I'd adopt her. Uh, she's still resting, so it's a lot of like, thank God I made good money because <laughs> she's gonna be an expensive dog, I can tell. Uh, from all the surgery and clean up and everything. But I can't wait to get her to pet shop because she smells so bad. Don't tell I said that. I love you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Ghost has been okay with it. Ghost is uh, my other dog. Well, you guys probably know. It's nice to talk to you guys. <laughs> I missed you. Um, Ghost is doing it, you know, it was growling at first. He wanted to be the only child. Uh, but now he's more curious than anything else, and we're giving like I'm giving him, we're giving him just as much love, so he's like okay with it. And he can see, he can see that she's not territorial and she's not looking to like us loving us loving her more than him. So that's pretty dope. Um, yeah, my I'm getting into routine. Routine is so good for my mental health. Uh, that's why I've been traveling less. I know you guys see me in London every single weekend, but I don't count London as traveling because it's so close. Uh, but yeah, American, American trips are going to be less a thing. My last one was in Philly was so fucking good eggs. Like every single person that I worked with was so fucking amazing and sexy and I had the best sex. It was so fucking good. Um, uh, if you are, if, if I met you in Philly and, uh, <clears throat> and we worked together, I love you. You you're fucking amazing. Um, <clears throat> it's nice. It's nice. I'm working on myself as well. Oh, oh yeah. I'm a people pleaser, so I tend to be dishonest when I want people to like me. Sometimes, like I, I, I want, I want them to, li- I wanted them to like me so much for the validation again. Then I would, I wouldn't lie, but I would like not say the whole truth or like not tell them when something is bothering me or going out of my way when something was bothering me to just be on good terms. And I don't do that anymore, so that's pretty cool. But like it, sometimes it. it Brings um <clears throat> uh not the best situations, <laughs> but it's good to not need to do that anymore. It's nice uh, if you if you are identifying yourself to me when I talk about this, uh, yeah, I hope you get better too. It's nice to not people please anymore to just be cool, uh, within yourself, anyways. Yeah, the routine is nice. The apartment, the new apartment, is really good, it's very light, very radiant in a good part of my city I'm I'm good like I can go on walks I can go to the gym the routine is better for my for my mental health because going to America is a lot it's a lot it's a lot of traveling it's a lot of far away from my little family it's just it's it's, and it's a lot of validation in one go because whether I want it or not whether I need it or not I get it it's a lot for me to process and to not get in my head again about head about it and I feel like just flying people to me in France is way better, and it's way—it's like it's one every week, every two weeks. It's really nice. It's at a healthy pace, I would say. So yeah, thank you for listening to this. I know it may sound very boring, but I just wanted to—I don't know—share my experience with you guys. And uh, oof, I'm feeling all of a sudden I'm feeling very self-conscious. <laughs> Maybe you never hear this, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. I, I, thank you for listening to me. Uh, just give me, send me DMs if you listen to this and you liked it and you want to talk about it. You no, know, I I love to talk to you guys. Uh, the fan interaction is my favorite part of the job. Uh, I feel like if you if I humanize you guys, you guys will humanize, humanize me back, which is why I'm so lucky to have the best fans because you guys respect my boundaries and treat me like a human being. Uh, even though some of you want to be treated like little sexual objects, <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. Oh no, am I kidding? Or oh, probably not. Uh, I know some of you do. So yeah, send me DMs if you want to talk about what we talked about today and also if you want to suggest a uh, little sexual topics for next time so we can get back into you guys and everybody getting better and happier because the orgasm gap is shrinking. Okay, love you all. Thank you for listening and I will see you or while well, you listen to me next time. Bye.